1: Northwest Christian family. It's good to see you. Um, looking forward to the summer with my friend Nicole uh, Hunter. You know her. She's our freshman Bible teacher. I'm joined by a couple other friends. Um, Robbie Lashua, pastor of apologetics at Desert Springs Bible Church Community Church. Now, Bible, churches Bible, Bible where? Church is in. That's
2: Caleb's church. That's, that's over on Tatum. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's Caleb's church. You're mm-hmm. out in Goodyear. Yeah, he
2: always says they're about the Bible and we're just about the community. Okay. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Pastor of I apologetics, only um, about community.
1: And Robbie also has a podcast called Christ Christ, Culture and and Coffee. Coffee.
2: Yep, it's an apologetics podcast.
1: Okay. And just, I know for, I went to Bible college. Apologetics means? Uh,
2: Defending the faith through, yeah, yeah, philosophy, science, theology, archaeology, all those things. Interdisciplinary.
1: Yeah. So so know what we believe, right? Know what you believe and why you believe it. Absolutely. And my friend Devon Cunningham, um, youth pastor at Calvary Community Church. they are all about community more people. We got all kinds of community people. Devon um, life changed a few months ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My daughter was born, uh, in December. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's four months and a couple weeks. Yeah, changing every day. It's mm-hmm. insane. Love it. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And How's
1: ministry right now? Um, in the, in the, with COVID going on,
0: it's interesting. Uh, it's, it's definitely a bit of a change, right? Cause I think there's no substitution for community, mm-hmm. right. Uh, being in person with someone, yeah. uh, but we're just trying to love the students from afar and, mm-hmm. and really care about their spiritual health and, and, and through different mediums, Absolutely. so yeah, social media is a big thing right now for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we're here. Our our first thrust that we want to hit is the idea of Imago Day, um, the image of God, and I know Nicole, you talked about it in our introduction, mm-hmm. um, but that's not just for eternity. What, what 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 do you think of when you hear Imago Day?
3: Um, I I just think it's one of those things that we believe as Christians and. We maybe talk about it like image of God, we're image bearers, um, without pausing to see like the the deeply rooted impact this has on us and our identity. It has on how we treat one another, and even how we will respond to these issues that um, that we're going to be talking about. Um, and so, it's so critical to our understanding this this reality that. Um, God made humanity um, to bear his image and his likeness. We reflect the character of God, who he is out into the world and um, it, as individuals, but also corporately as the body of Christ. So we've got to think about things about like the, our God is a triune God. He, he's this God who is one God and three persons, uniqueness and diversity with, and unity um, mm-hmm. together. And we mm-hmm. reflect that out into the world. So I just, I I feel like there's certain things when we want to talk about cultural issues and worldview and things like that. As mm-hmm. Christians, there are things that we have to be really clear, um, mm-hmm. that why? Why would we do this or why would we act this way? Well, what do we believe? And I think image of God is one that I would say we have to know what we believe yeah. because it will determine how we live out the gospel in the world around us. Um, that's the short answer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> so apologetically, Robbie, I mean, what, what's, what's the, what does it matter? I mean, where we came from. And, it really uh,
2: matters what we are. Yeah. And that's what I think about a lot is, is am I a thing? that I can just create into whatever I want to be? Or am I a specific thing? Did God make me to be a specific thing? And not just physically, but even immaterially in our soul. Like, what type of a soul do I have? And what is my soul made up of? Uh, do I have a will? Is everything determined and I'm a puppet? Uh, all of those types of things come into, well, it depends on like what type of will God has, right? And, and if we can look and we can see who he is, then we can understand ourselves, not, not because we're just like him or like him in smaller ways, you know? Um, even in theology, they'll, they'll break up image of God uh, and characteristics of God into, we I think, weird categories. Like communicable, incommunicable. Because his communicable ones are were more alike. Incommunicable, we're not alike. And it's like, well, that's not true. Yeah. Like, we are like his incommunicable attributes. Yeah. He's omnipresent, yeah. right? I'm not everywhere at once. But um, I am one place at one time. I'm present here. And I think that it's interesting through the creativity that he's endowed us with because he's creative. We make uh, cell phones that make us more omnipresent. Hmm. We make Google that makes us more omniscient. It's fascinating that as image bearers of God, we cannot help but reflect who he is in our creativity Hmm. and in our innovation. And so, yeah, just going down deep into who are we and what were we made to be and who is God. Um, I think is a huge deal when it comes to how we act. Like you were saying, um, because he's triune, right? There's community within God. Cause there's not just one that's lonely. Two is uh, companionship. Three is community. Yeah. Four is just community. Five is just community. He's got community. Um, we have that. And that's why uh, marriage and family is important because faithfulness is a key component of that trust is a relational component yep. and to stay married is a reflection of who god is and he's faithful and to care for your kids is a reflection of that and so there's so much we can learn about us and society and how we're supposed to live yep. through seeing who he is um because we do reflect that more than anything else and one last thing i think this is interesting do it. Okay. <laughs> we're creative because god's creative right did you, yeah. you ever think about demons are not creative? Have you ever looked at, like, the world religions out there? They're all basically the same thing over and over. And you, like, get a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're not creative. Yeah. Um, they're deceptive, right? And they're crafty, but they're not creative. We're, we're creative. Uh, and it's a distinction that, uh, that human beings have that most everything else doesn't.
1: That's great. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't mi- drop the mic yet, but uh, um, I, I was a youth pastor for a lot of years. And I still kind of consider myself a youth pastor. I work with students. Um, how important it, and what's the ramifications of, of our students getting this? Devon.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we turn this inward, right? It's it's super important in the way that they understand themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of youth. And I can tell you from personally from my story, trying to understand or answer that question, who am I? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important. And um, a lot of times culture will tell us or the world will tell us we can answer that ourselves. And we can uh, we can declare who we are you know, in our own identity, but the, the reality is is that God uh, is the one who tells us who we are. Mm-hmm. And foundationally, uh, humanity has been endowed with this uniqueness uh, that we're all created uh, in the image of God. Like you said, we mm-hmm. can reflect his nature in this world when in right relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, this is super foundational when, when aiming to understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I always say when a student gets it, when they know who they are in Christ, when they know who they are uh, declared by God, mm-hmm. uh, then life is so much easier. Mm-hmm. So the word identity comes
1: yeah. very much to the forefront yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. and students specifically mm-hmm. middle school, high school students are really wrestling with that identity. Who am I yep. in, in a, on a micro level?
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then how, how have you seen that like hurt our kids when they don't know who they are?
0: Well, they, they try to answer that. I mean, everyone's on the search to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Yeah uh, reflected through the decisions they make, uh, how they interact with the people around them. Um, and they try to answer it themselves and it leads you down a lot of weird roads, making a lot of terrible decisions, uh, really wanting to understand who we are. Cause I think uh, intrinsic to all of us too, is that we want to have purpose. We want to know who we are. Um, that was, that's part of my story is I really wanted to answer that question as a hurt kid, you know? And so, um, uh, being able to, to not have to bear the weight of that question because mm-hmm. it's a heavy question yeah. and allow God to answer it and give that to God mm-hmm. and then let him tell me who I am, man, I mean that, mm-hmm. that, that's so freeing. And so it's detrimental in that, um, when you try to answer it yourself, yeah. you, you can, you can hurt your, you can end up in a lot of bad places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I know you know who Jerry West is. You might not know who Jerry, Jerry West is The logo, the NBA logo. I read his autobiography and, uh, He's saying how he's won championships in the NBA. He's won championships in college, scoring titles. He's had cars, money, fame, everything. But there's something he's missing. And, and I'm just, I'm screaming at this book. I'm like, Jerry, I know, brother. I know, I know what you're missing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the adult level, how, how, how are people still looking for that answer? I mean, how often do you deal with uh, this, this yeah. idea?
2: Yeah. One of the things our culture believes is that we create our own reality And that just, it's a, first of all, it's a lie. And then when you believe a lie, it destroys you, right? And that's what's been wrong with our species since Adam and Eve. And so you see a lot of people trying to create meaning or purpose from their life. And um, you can't. And it doesn't bring wholeness. It brings despair, you know, no matter what you're trying to do to accomplish some meaning, whether it's save the whales or whether it's, you know, um, save the planet or whether it's make a great play or good art, it doesn't matter because um, none of that really satisfies who you actually are. Because this is the problem that people don't realize is they actually do live in God's world. Mm-hmm. Christianity is yeah. not true for us. Yeah. Christianity is true for all people. It's what's reality. Truth is reality. Yeah. And so they can rage against him, um, but you can't get out of what you're in. And the system that we're in, the world that we're in, is created by God as image bearers. And whenever we believe the lie that that isn't who we are, it leads us down roads, like you were saying, that destroy us. And I don't think if it matters if you're 15 years old or if you're 60 yeah. years old.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think you, you um, touch on a really good thing when you say we want to create this reality. We've been told by our culture, we can define ourselves, um, but it doesn't bring wholeness. And I love that you use that yeah. word. It's so profound because um, we go back to the garden and Adam and Eve's choice to say, no, I'm going to define reality. According to myself, I want what I define as good and I'm going to define good and evil for myself. And I'm going to try and define good and evil for the world. And then we see the re- the result of that is this um, brokenness and the sin that came in and, And um, the relationship between God and humans was broken. The relationship between human and human was broken. The relationship between human and, and creation was broken. So there's all this brokenness. And you use that word wholeness because we have this sense subconsciously that we are broken and we are not whole. And so we think we can find a way to bring about our own wholeness, mm-hmm. and and then Jesus comes and says, "No, that's that's what I'm Good. here to do. Amen. I'm God. here to restore. Amen. I'm going to bring restoration and wholeness yeah. and reconciliation. And now, people of God, join me um, in this um, ministry of reconciliation, in this movement of the kingdom of God um, within um, the world. and And so, I think I love that you you alluded to that when you said that word wholeness, because the image of God. Um, we still are image bearers, even if that image has been crushed or, or distorted. We all are still image bearers, and we, we long for this.
2: Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.